You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On. You get ten dollars off your next order. In today's episode, I'm looking at Tuesday's games, showing why the Astros probably deserve better. Before looking at today's games and some DFS tips, so let's start with Tuesday's results. In the first game. The Atlanta Braves held on to win 8-7 to take a 2-0 series lead over the Dodgers, but they really had to sweat it. The Braves were up 7-0 into the bottom of the 7th when the Dodgers got a 3-run home run to get on the board. Braves added one more in the top of the 9th, and 8-3 ought to be pretty comfortable going into the bottom of the 9th, right? Well, not quite. The Dodgers scored 4, and Cody Bellinger was left stranded on 3rd base when the final out was recorded. It was a strange game from the outset. The Dodgers changed from Clayton Kershaw to Tony Gonsolin as their starting pitcher burning my Braves plus 150 pick, uh, and the Braves jumped out to a commanding lead before the Dodgers started to chip away at the Atlanta bullpen. I know this is like an old man yelling at a cloud stuff, but I can live with games that don't require 14 pitchers. Like, even if it was just 10, that might be a little more reasonable, but it's now once the starting pitcher gets through five innings, the bullpen army gets deployed and it's just, you know, guys coming out for a few batters and a few batters and a few batters and, um, it further exacerbates the, the three-true-outcome approach to baseball, and I, I don't know that that's necessarily good for the game. In any case, the Braves have jumped out to a 2-0 series lead, and the Dodgers are reeling. They'd better win on Wednesday if they want any shot at turning this thing around. In the later game, the Tampa Bay Rays erupted for five runs in the sixth and cruised to a 5-2 win, taking a commanding 3-0 lead in the series. When you hear analysts say things like, well, the best team doesn't always win, or maybe they didn't deserve it, this lopsided series can serve as an example. There's nothing wrong with the way Rays winning the series. But here's how that sixth inning in Game 3 went. Randy Arrows Arena single. Brandon Lau grounded a second, error by Jose Altuve. Yandy Diaz singles to load the bases. Joey Wendell singles to score two. So far, so good. Manuel Margot, sacrifice bunt, advances runners to second and third. Kevin Kiermeyer hit by pitch to load the bases. Willie Adamas hit by pitch to score a run. Then Hunter Renfro doubles to score two, and you might say, aha, there's the big extra base hit. But really, it was a dying quail that just managed to drop into a, into a spot between first base and right field. Perfectly placed, but come on, that's an accident. Hunter Renfro is not trying to hit that ball there. So the Rays end up piling up five runs on an accidental double, two batters hit by pitch, and a fielding error. They sprinkled some, some of their own hits in there, but that was about the least dangerous five-run inning you could get. Anyway, where this all leads is that the Astros are now losing a series 3-0, and they've been outscored 11-5, and, and the Astros in this series are hitting 252, while the Rays are hitting 191. The Astros have left 31 on base to the Rays 20. To which you might say, then the Astros need to hit with runners in scoring position, and I'll suggest that, in a three-game sample, that is just not a skill. During a 60-game regular season, which is also too small a sample, but it's surely bigger than three games, the Astros hit 262 with runners on base, 10th best in baseball. The Rays hit 231, which ranks 20, ranked 27th. Did Tampa Bay suddenly learn how to hit with runners on base? I don't think so. 
On the mound, the Rays allowed opponents to hit 249 with runners on base this season with a 316 weighted on base average. The Astros were slightly higher, 255 uh, batting average against with 329 weighted on base average. So there isn't some smoking gun to indicate that, yes, the Rays are the team that will produce with runners on base and the Astros won't. This is the nature of baseball playoffs. It's a small sample tournament and sometimes strange things can happen. But there's no overarching lesson to be learned unless maybe it's your second baseman has to be able to throw the ball competently. Uh, and right now, Jose Altuve can't. But it looks like good fortune driving the results right now, which is okay because no one outside of Houston wants the Astros to win anyway. So let's take a look at some of Tuesday's stars. Start with Atlanta Braves' first baseman, Freddie Freeman. Two for four, scored two runs, had three RBIs and a home run in their 8-7 win against the Dodgers. And after a slow start to the playoffs, Freeman's 5-for-12 in his past three games with homers in back-to-back games. Atlanta's second baseman, Ozzie Albies, went 3-for-4, scored a run, had two RBIs and a home run in an 8-7 win against the Dodgers. And Albies, he too started slowly, but is now 6-for-13 in his past three games, and he too has homers in back-to-back games. Dodgers shortstop, Corey Seager, 2-for-4, scored two runs, had four RBIs, Uh, with a home run in that 8-7 loss to Atlanta. Seager also got off to a slow start in the playoffs, but he's 7-for-16 with one home run and six RBIs in the past four games. Tampa Bay left fielder Randy Arozarena was 3-for-4, scored a run in that 5-2 win against Houston. Arozarena is hitting 462 with a 1409 OPS with four home runs in 10 playoff games. It's been a star-making performance uh, for the young Rays outfielder. Tampa Bay third baseman Joey Wendell was 2-for-4, scored a run, had two RBIs, the 5-2 win at Houston. He had been in an 0-for-9 slump over the previous four games, uh, and Wendell hitting 308 overall in the postseason. Houston second baseman Jose Altuve, putting aside his his throwing errors for the time being, uh, but was 2-for-4 and had another home run in the 5-2 loss to Tampa Bay. In his past five games, Altuve has four home runs and is hitting 429 with a 1520 OPS. Unfortunately, his throwing yips, they're getting the spotlight lately. So coming up next, we'll look at Wednesday's matchups along with some DFS tips. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are peanut butter chocolate and salted caramel, but they're all low fat, low carb, high protein, all in a convenient bar. I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and I'm having a little bit of success, but I leaned right into it with Built Bar as part of my post-workout routine. Gives my muscles the protein boost they need. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com, and use promo code LOCKEDON to save $10 off your next order. And enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. So as we continue into the playoffs and into the offseason, send me your questions. Let's make this more interactive. I'm at ByScottCullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore FantasyMLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So now let's take a look at Wednesday's games. I've got Atlanta with Kyle Wright plus 165 against the Dodgers and Julio Urias. Uh, there ought to be a sense of desperation, obviously, for the Dodgers. They're down two games to none. But the Braves are pretty big underdogs in this game, bigger than I would be comfortable uh, to take the favorite. Uh, Urias has a nice playoff track record, though mostly as a reliever. He has a 2.25 ERA in his last dozen playoff appearances, which covers 20 innings. 
His only previous playoff start in 2016, he did allow four runs in three and two-thirds innings. Wright had a terrific start in the division series, and his last two starts of the regular season were really good too. He should be able to hold his own with Urias. Thus, getting him as a pretty big underdog seems like the value play. We've got Houston, Zach Greinke, plus 125 against Tampa Bay and Tyler Glasnow. I've probably made it clear by now, I think the Astros should be in better shape in this series. But that's essentially the reason for liking Greinke to keep them alive and stave off the sweep. Some regression when it comes to hitting with runners on base that could make the difference. So, now let's go to a few DFS tips for Wednesday. We'll start with Zach Greinke. $7,500 on DraftKings uh, against the Rays. Now, there are no great bargains on the mound. Uh, but Cranky remains a quality starter, and he's going against a lineup that has been rather fortunate, and you know maybe they're due to lose some of that good fortune. A bit of a long shot. Try Houston first base, second base uh, eligible Aledmus Diaz. He's only thirty-one hundred dollars on DraftKings. He's four for eleven in the past four games, but you have to make sure he's actually in the lineup. Uh, but if he is, Diaz could uh, provide some value in place of uh, Yuli Gurriel or Jose Altuve if the Astros decide to shift Altuve to a designated hitter. Uh, Atlanta shortstop, Dansby Swanson, $4,000 on DraftKings against the Dodgers. Swanson's hitting 318 with an 1129 OPS in the past six games. Uh, he's a big part of uh, that Braves offense and uh, still pretty reasonably priced. Uh, Houston outfielder, Kyle Tucker, $3,800 on DraftKings. And last night was the first time in this year's playoffs that Tucker didn't record a hit, snapping an eight-game hitting streak. So, Grab him at a, at a reasonable price against uh, Glasnow and see if Tucker can get back on that horse. So that'll do it for today. I'll be back Thursday as we continue with the league championship series. And who knows, it might involve a postmortem on the Houston Astros season. Find us, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe, enjoy the playoffs, Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.